0: Christ has risen. Christos Anesti. Christos Voskresi. Christos Enviat. Amasiakam. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning, we commemorate the Sunday of our Lord healing the paralytic. This paralytic that is recorded in the Gospel of John is a different paralytic that our Lord heals in the Gospel of Matthew. The situation, the dialogue are different. And we are reading now these encounters with our Lord, as we had in our first Sunday, Thomas Sunday, and then the mer Sunday. We now have, with the paralytic, an encounter with our Lord in a healing. And we end- will go through these encounters because they are recorded only in the Gospel of John, And after Pascha, in the paschal season, we read from the Gospel of John. So we have a paralytic, a man who cannot walk, who has gathered with a multitude of sick people at the Sheep Gate, Bethsaida. He is with other sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed and because of God's work they wait for the moving of the water in the pool for they had seen many miracles an angel came down at certain times to the pool stirred up the water and whoever got into the water first was made well their diseases were healed now we know that this man has been sick for some time we know as the commentators the fathers they see this man having been coming to this place waiting for the stirring of the water waiting for our lord to show up via an angel to provide healing for 38 years he has been there 38 years among the sick Amongst the blind, amongst the lame, and all other manners of sickness. You can imagine the stories that they have to tell about how, you know, Nicodemus, he got in there real quick, or how someone else had been healed. And this man has probably also heard many other voices voices that have said, okay, I've been here for five, six years. It's a real hard, everyone's getting their elbows out, right? There's tripping going on. They're all rushing to get into the pool. I give up. Don't know when this is going to happen, so I'm just packing it in. I'm going to go somewhere else. It's okay. I'm done. But this man, he has been there for 38 years. Our Lord comes to this pool. And he says to him, Do you want to be made well? St. John Chrysostom says the man could have been, Are you kidding? (laughs) Why do you think I'm laying here? (laughs) I want to get into the pool. I want to be healed. I've been here for 38 years. Do you want to be made well? The sick man just answers him, Because he doesn't know who Jesus is. He says, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Can you imagine what it would be like 38 years? Maybe some people have been there for two years and they're the ones who got in first. Maybe at year 30, you started to wonder, should I really be spending my time around this pool? St. John Chrysostom, hearing the words from this man that he has no one to put him into the pool, he comments saying, what can be more pitiable than these words, that no one has been able to put him into the pool, that others have gone before him? Could you think of something sadder? Do you not see a heart crushed through long sickness? Do you see all the violence or the turmoil that he would have been surrounded as he attempts to try and get to the pool, the elbows thrown? And yet this man, St. John Chrysostom says, he utters no blasphemous word, He curses not his day. He was not angry at our Lord's question. He doesn't say to him, Have you come to mock us? Or to jest at us? To belittle us? That you would ask us, Ask me if I desire to be whole. But he answers with gentleness and mildness. This is the question that our Lord poses to the paralytic man that he proposes and puts to us do you want to be made well we could respond of course I want to be made well why would you ask me that am I not here (laughs) have I not come to the service Have I not cried out to our Lord? Was I not baptized? Was I not chrismated? Do you want to be made well? St. John Chrysostom sees in the paralytic man a great example, a sign that our Lord, in coming to him out of all the others, wishes to point to us his disciples, his followers. And that is to point to this man's endurance, this man's patience, this man's long-suffering, this man's faith. Do you want to be made well? We're a few Sundays after Pascha, and I would be remiss to not mention, or at least bring up what I think most of us have experienced in the past and are probably still experiencing from this past Pascha. And that is the post-Poschal blues. We have all of this energy, all of this time, all of our efforts, our heart, prayers, confession, the Holy Week services, the glory of Pascha... And then it's back to the humdrum. Then it's back to all the things that we know that we have to endure. Where have our prayers gone? Fasting may have been easy in Holy Week, but fasting two weeks after Pascha probably does not even come into our mind. We may have been very diligent in our attendance of the services But now it's probably been four or five services that we've missed, or maybe two or three. But more importantly, our heart has grown cold. Our heart grows stony. We are probably more like the men and women who've gathered around the pool for a few years and then left. We look to the paralytic man and we say, 38 years. And the question still comes to us Do you want to be made well? Endurance, patient, attentive, and purposeful growth in the Lord is hard. For all of the skills and the things that we need to accomplish in our life. Whether it's the things that we need to do for our work. Things that we need to do around the house. Things that we need to do with our children. All of the things that we uh, show effort towards. Attend to. We do it all the time. And then when it comes to our prayer, when it comes to the services, when it comes to the giving of alms, the studying of scripture, the reading of the fathers or spiritual literature, these usually fall far below. St. John Chrysostom looks at the endurance of this paralytic man and he says, Let us be ashamed then, beloved. Let us be ashamed and groan over our excessive sloth thirty and eight years that man waited to obtain what he desired and he did not walk away he did not withdraw he had not failed through any carelessness of his own but because chrysostom puts the words he was oppressed and suffered violence from others you have a paralytic he can't do anything for himself you maybe they could organize you could. this year it's going to be your turn This year, it'll be the next. He did not grow dull in his vigilance, in his attendance. While we, if we have persisted for ten days to pray for anything, and have not obtained it, are too slothful afterwards to employ the same zeal. Is this a challenge even... For me, for the spiritual life, is difficult. There are graces within it, but there is also a great call. A challenge of grace is not the challenge of a cheap grace. For our Lord's grace is especially given to us in the sign of the cross. What our Lord says in the Gospels, that the violent We'll take the kingdom. Meaning that our struggle against sin, our struggle, and yes, it's a struggle to pray, is something that we have to put and exert ourselves. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And it is a challenge for us to think for ourselves, to question ourselves. Things that I have going on in my life things that I struggle with, things that I wish to see. For example, that we are able to build a church that can actually house all of us in relative comfort for the things that challenge our families, those who are sick, those who need attention, to have prayed more than 10 days for anything. is a challenge for us it's something that we should dwell upon as we think about this paralytic man and his endurance 38 years St. John of Kronstadt tells us as we look at the struggle and maybe sigh maybe say I'm not up for this I didn't know that's what was really called for in following after our Lord. St. John of Kronstadt counsels us, Do not fear the conflict. Do not flee from it. Where there is no struggle, there is no virtue. Where there are no temptations for faithfulness and love, it is uncertain whether there is really any faithfulness and love for the Lord. Our faith, trust, and love are proved and revealed in adversities that is in difficult and grievous outward and inward circumstances during sickness, sorrow, privations, and I'll add, regular life in 21st century America. There is conflict. There is a struggle. And our Lord provides this to us For the sake of our reaching out, pushing past all the things that come between us and our Lord. For without this, there is no virtue, there is no faithfulness, there is no love. Where did our Lord find this man of 38 years who is able at our Lord's command to stand up and walk? For our Lord, he absence himself. He excuses himself. He disappears. And so this man is now, he suffers the violence of all of the Jews who are concerned that our Lord has done this healing on Sabbath. What does the text tell us where our Lord found him? He found this man not in the cafe, not going around, visiting all of his friends. He found this man in the temple he found this man doing his due diligence after 38 years of waiting on the Lord he goes and he thanks the Lord behold you are made whole sin no more our Lord says and St. John Chrysostom counsels us let us continually repeat these words to ourselves behold you are made whole sin no more Behold, you are made whole. Sin no more. And if after having been chastised we have been delivered, let us each say to ourselves, Behold, you are made whole. Sin no more. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.